0: Hey, this is Ashley. And Shannon. Welcome to the Glorious Things Podcast.
1: Thank you for joining us as we remember the glorious things we have forgotten, like why it's called good news. We're having conversations about what it actually means to be a Christian while we wrestle with questions and beliefs. One thing we do know is that we are loved and included, and so are you. want to give you a heads up that we do briefly mention suicide in this episode. Don't get into a lot of details, but we did want to mention it in case it bothers anyone. I will put the exact time that we mention it in the show notes.
0: Good day to you, Ashley. And good day to you. He is risen.
1: He, he is risen indeed. Woo! We're recording our episode on hell on Easter Sunday, people. Happy Easter! Yeah, Happy Easter! It's a good day. Is is it a good day? Jesus, Easter eggs, yeah, chocolate bunnies, mm-hmm. and an empty too Yeah, I mean they go together hand in hand, apparently. Mm-hmm. Along with I Sunday my casserole, kids casserole, a chocolate
0: bunny. Heck yeah! <laughs> his basket. My kids fought over purple and pink pens. Yeah, so it was a lot of hallelujah.
1: Back. No, but it's a Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Uh, Easter is pretty amazing just
0: contemplate it is yeah it was good yeah so um, we're back after a month yeah let's talk about the month the hiatus what happened another
1: that hiatus that we didn't plan to take
0: yeah. i went in the hospital do you want to talk about why what happened i had
1: heart attack symptoms yes yeah. like a vice-like grip and horrible pain in my chest for minutes and minutes and minutes it moved up into my jaw it went down my arm I was sweating. I called my friend in North Carolina, who's an ER nurse, and Mm -hmm. she said, hang up the phone and get to the ER. They kept me for 11 hours in the ER and thought I was probably having heart things, put me through a million tests, Mm -hmm. checked me in in the hospital and said I had one thing in my blood work that showed a heart enzyme that was really elevated. So they took blood every few hours, made me do a stress test that made me throw up, which was horrible. Yeah. And about 3 million other tests. And then told me, you have a really healthy heart. <laughs> <Those> jerks. <laughs> but bottom line, they think it's, they've seen it a lot just in the past few months. And since they've told me this, yep. we have had somebody at work who's been forced to retire as an airline pilot like mm-hmm. this. WTOC, our local news station, came out with a story about it. And they said they've had multiple people. They think it's related to COVID. Yeah. And I had COVID. Yep. And it... And, you know, if you have that again, you need to come back in. I'm like, come on. Right. Because they don't even know what to do they with it. They don't you, know. Right? They don't know what it is. Yeah. They just know that they've had people. mult, well, she said the lady who was in there the day before me, about my age, same exact symptoms, horrible, thinking it was a heart attack, same mm-hmm. elevated enzyme. And all they can piece together is that all these people have had COVID. So who knows what it was. Yeah. And when I got discharged from the hospital, finally. Less than 12 hours later, the stomach flu that my husband and my son had been home barfing
0: Uh, and
1: crafting everything out Mm. um, simultaneously, which is always fun. Super fun. I got it less than 12 hours after I was discharged from the hospital. What a great welcome home. And it lasted four or five days. And it was It took you down. It took me down. And it took Eli four or five days to get over the fever. Yeah. Yeah, you kept a fe you both kept a fever. I kept a fever for almost five days. He kept it for four. Patrick only had it for two or three. Patrick Mm -hmm. always gets through sickness more easily. Yeah. mm -hmm. But yeah, so it wiped me out. Um I'm still exhausted, Mm -hmm. but that's why we are behind on episodes. And here we are now on Easter Sunday. But here we are. Back together talking about
0: hell. I mean, does it get any better than that? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like on christmas eve i did one on grief Ungrief. with you yeah but my sister and yeah. then today on easter we're going to talk about hell but guess what it is good news it's good news it's freaking glorious yeah. because he is not a turn or burn jesus yeah. at, at all. all yeah so i hope that i've heard from one of our friends who we used to go to church with mm-hmm. who is going through the same questioning that we have. She's, yeah. I don't know how far into this journey, but it, it surprised me because mm-hmm. I didn't know that she was going through it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, there's so many people yeah, that it's just need wild. to know yeah. it's okay to go through this. Mm-hmm. You may not be in community with people going through it. She said mm-hmm. to me, you're lucky that you've often had a lot of people around you mm-hmm. working this stuff out. And she's right. Yeah, but it still felt lonely. Feels lonely to me
0: a lot mm-hmm. of the time, mm-hmm. and I and you, right? Yeah. If, well, like even today at Sunday dinner, yep. My, you know, my nephew did a little. Does is doing a little light reading in Revelation. It's <laughs> a little bedtime, and like you do, um, and it's just you know our where we are, world's part, and so it it feels very isolating at times. Yeah. You know, I don't get into it with my family because, and Shannon, we were talking about this earlier, Mm. and you know, you made a comment of how it's just we can keep a really great, really I have a great relationship with my family, yeah, and I and I would like to keep it that way. And it's not worth,
1: it's not bringing life, then yeah, it's not worth the argument,
0: yeah, if they're not at that place yet, right. And so, so we had a lovely Easter Sunday, yeah, revelation and all,
1: yeah. I mean, it does it. Anybody out there listening? I hope you feel very loved because Mm -hmm. we know you're out there Mm -hmm. and there are lots of others. It just feels very isolated. Yeah. Um, But you're not alone Mm -hmm. and it is the Holy spirit. So don't think that you're being rebellious or that you are at fault for doing something Mm -hmm. wrong because you're absolutely not. Mm -hmm. He lives in you. He leads you to the truth. And this is part of leading to, and it is rough sometimes, but it's also glorious and good. Yeah. And freeing, and it actually brings a lot of joy when you have those little break or huge breakthroughs. Yeah. Yeah. As you do along the way. So don't give up. Hope you'll mm. be encouraged. And, you know, we're on different, we're on different. Uh, yeah. Like Ashley and I are working out our own beliefs just sure, because we're yeah. always on here together. Like mm-hmm. she's at a different place than I am on some
0: of this. I and said I'm some weird a- stuff earlier to Shannon. Patrick. <laughs> and I was like,
1: okay, that's fine. You know, that's where you're at. It's like, I'm okay with that because I trust, like I've said before, I kind of, some of the questions I have or thoughts I have scare me. Yeah. Yeah. But Jesus always brings that pendulum back to right. his presence yeah. and leading me yeah. in the way and you in the way. So yeah, we have always grown up both of us Southern Baptists. but I know Mm -hmm. from hearing from other people, like we heard from Sean at Harkening Mm Deer about um, the Satan episode. He said, I grew up in Canada and I was taught the same exact story about Lucifer and the fall. Right. So it's not just the Southern Baptist. It's not just, you know, I don't know what he was, but it's, I mean, that's a different country. Right. Mm -hmm. So who knows? How many denominations have a similar belief in yeah. the hell? Which is basically how would you explain the Southern Baptist version as or evangelical? Let's right. just say fundamentalist version mm-hmm. of hell.
0: More, I would say visually like Dante's Inferno. Yes, and I think that probably <laughs> yeah. influenced our a, lot a lot of pagan um, images. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hades, the god of the underworld. Yep, that kind of yep. stuff fire and brimstone fear-based fear. Yeah, a lot of the time oh yeah yeah the threat of hell was always even as a christian yeah because especially when um you know people were, were walking down the aisle to get resaved again because just the rededicating case, their life just in case the first few times in case sticks.
1: jesus didn't catch it the first time or yeah. they did something that made them have to rededicate their life or they would go to hell yeah can we just have a short minute before we get started on can we just talk about how our church at every Halloween?
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Judgment house, baby. Let's talk about we judgment We had, house. it was like not a haunted house. Oh, oh, no, this was much worse. Way worse. This was, we're going to walk you through like a story of people acting out a story in different mm-hmm. rooms of like, wasn't a kid die in a
0: car crash with his friends or something? One was a car crash. Yeah. One um, was a suicide. Okay. Real special, which right? I'm so, like, if this is a trigger warning too for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm this, sorry, yeah. it's late to put this in, but yeah, it, but one was a suicide, and you would see them on
1: their journey mm. to hell, to hell, with people burning in hell, mm. saying, "Why didn't you tell me?" Yeah, and it was horrible. It was horrific,
0: and this is what we did every Halloween. We traumatized. A bunch of you people who needed to know kids. how loved they are. Yeah. Jesus, forgive us. And I am ashamed to. Admit, this
1: was normal test though. But this is normal. Yes, this was
0: this is this was yeah. caring for the lost. in a twisted way. This is how we thought we were helping. Yeah, and I participated. Yeah, a few times. It. Yeah.
1: It, it, I'm, I'm floored. Yeah, that we thought that was. And
0: probably, I don't know if they still do And so proud Jesus of it. Tell me they I don't it. think they do it anymore, but man, it, we were very proud of our judgment oh, houses. Yes. There was so a lot proud of work of that went into it. It was a lot of work, and a ton of people would come through, and oh, we yeah. did it through. I mean, we would do it over a certain amount of weekends yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. night, and a matinee on Sunday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can learn about hell on Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. And Sunday evening. And Sunday morning. And Sunday it's the end morning of the service.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so that lot.
1: that's our basic um, right. belief system mm. of hell um the big devil that we talked about in the yeah. Satan episode. Yeah. I have to say that the god who is full of judgment and like John Cooper when we talked about in our episode of of John Cooper's um declaring war on right. destructionist when yeah. he said god will not be mocked he right. will come judge you that is the that's the god we grew up with Yeah. And, and i don't see any of that in jesus
0: no not at all
1: and i i saw something on some deconstructionist i don't even know who it was i was looking on on instagram or twitter and they were like Jesus is a revolutionary and he is this. And if you disagree, then you don't even, and I was like, that's the same thing that we were doing in church. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't disagree that he was a revolutionary. Right. But the fact that you're saying, if we don't believe he's the same as you are, there's no different than a damn judgment house. Yeah. So I still find in my heart and mind that I am having to unlearn that. That is how God sees me. I always think that or, Not always now, but that's what I, that was, that's the go-to first. That's Mm. the, it trips it.
0: It's like our default setting. It's our
1: default setting. And you're thinking, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I am right here. I have not gone anywhere. Let's just, it's done. Let's get past it and move Mm -hmm. on. So,
0: yeah. And, well, it's kind of in my head right now, but to get to heaven, you had to walk down the aisle, say the prayer, get baptized. And, you know, or what we say was just believe in Jesus. The sinner's prayer. But that's what we meant.
1: Right. You had to do something. Right. But it was. all, all... Who, You have to confess with your mouth. And right. believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord.
0: Yeah. And if you didn't do that, then you would go to hell. You would be judged at the end of your life. Yeah. You would stand before God and he would judge you. Yep. And his judgment that he would pass would be either your name is written in the Lamb's book of life or it's not. And you go to heaven or Maybe mouth. it was erased if you backslid. Or yeah maybe it or maybe someone didn't write it down right they the used first invisible ink invisible ink I don't know Can I
1: read real quick with I yeah. s- talk about faith is so yeah. uh, we're going to be referencing the mirror bible a mm. bunch during this episode mm. Mom and dad bought me a copy last last christmas and makes it makes me so happy yeah. Um Francois DuToit is a South African scholar Yeah he's freaking amazing he's, when you read yeah. his ex- So get the mirror bible there's an app you can, buy the app you can buy the app if you app. don't want to buy the big Bible because it's still being, he's still translating book by book. And mm-hmm. it's so helpful between the New American Standard Hebrew Greek mm-hmm. Bible that my dad had when I was growing up that I yes. still use and look at what mm-hmm. are they actually saying. Mm-hmm. And the Mirror Bible, he explains in most of the verses right. what word he's translating mm-hmm. it from. Why he says it's been mistranslated Mm -hmm. as this, but Mm -hmm. what the actual root and blah, 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 all the language brilliance that I don't get. Yeah. But when I read it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. He's explaining why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or he says, hey, this was not added until 500 years after. And there is nothing in the beginning that says this part of this particular verse was. So it's very helpful. We're going to be referencing it a lot. Um, I was reading revelations 20 and 21 Mm -hmm. kind of in prep for this because ashley's Mm -hmm. like i don't get it and so i (laughs) looked in the mirror bible and i don't get it either but it's i do kind of have a better grasp on it that he's we were talking before we started recording about how a lot of fundamentalist churches a lot of like southern baptist doesn't even believe in the prophetic a lot of the time
0: right correct
1: so i don't know if this is true or not but it just kind of like as not believe in the prophetic if you're correctly taught about the prophetic it's god giving you a little insight to encourage someone and bring life mm-hmm. okay it can be allegorical or it can be literal mm-hmm. it can um but it always is life-giving yeah yeah and it's it's always meant to encourage you yeah if it doesn't it's not him mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. so all these weird prophets that a lot of the mainstream people listen to i'm like that's not encouraging i don't yeah. get it i don't want to yeah. hear about the end times i think you're way off track but go for it yeah
0: but they're obsessed I just don't with listen it,
1: so. i just don't listen yeah um and i get it's kind of whatever i'm not even getting that but <laughs> but i think a lot of the time we take so many things it's the whole mantra of the bible is the authority which we've talked about no right. the holy spirit is actually mm-hmm. The Bible is the true authority in the, our belief system and the fact that you can't question it because it's literally yep. the word of God. So take that. We have no understanding of the prophetic mm-hmm. that it's actually a lot of it's allegorical. Yeah. Dreams we have can be allegorical or very literal from Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Prophetic words. We don't have an understanding of that. So we read Revelation and we're like, it's literal, literal. the mark of the, the weirdness. Mm-hmm. This is where yeah. the weirdness comes in. Yeah. So I think that might have a lot to do with yeah. it. Also, for some reason, people like to be afraid. Yeah. Because we're so used to it, I think, and it makes mm-hmm. us feel like we have some things figured out. Mm-hmm. And it just has nothing to do with how loved you are or included you are in, yeah. in yeah. the love of Jesus since the beginning of all time.
0: We like to be certain of things. We like to be and we certain prefer things. certainty, however false it may be. Even if it brings fear. Yeah, even if it brings fear, but we like certainty yeah. over. Grace. Grace and not Inclusion. and being in a space where we're not sure. Yeah.
1: Yes. It's it's a it's a very mm-hmm. uncomfortable place for yeah. Christianity, for mm-hmm. Christians to to be unsure. It's very uh, looked down upon. Mm-hmm. It's very scary mm-hmm. because you've always had to be sure. Or you say, yeah. or you this, are you saying? Yeah. Are sure? or you that? So I was gonna read, I'm you know, this came up in Revelations, but he's actually talking about what Paul announces in Acts 17. Okay. And its faith is not a decision, like walking down the aisle. Yeah. yeah. It is a discovery of what is. It has nothing in common with the Latin word penitentia, Mm -hmm. where the idea of penance and repentance stems from. The word metanoia does not mean repentance. It suggests an awakening to the awareness of God's thoughts from meta, which means together, with noia to perceive with the mind. It describes the awakening of the mind to that which is true. Mm-hmm. It is a gathering of one's thoughts and a co-knowing, and mm-hmm. he kind of is talking in Revelation. He's bringing up these parts in Revelation when he's talking about this of our our death and our resurrection was in him, and yeah. we'll get into this more. But it, mm-hmm. faith is not on us, like right. this whole thing about hell. What we've always believed—it's an unlearning and an unwinding of it. Yeah, yeah, big time. So we have no clue what's actually real. We have an idea. The mm-hmm. more we get to know Jesus and His character mm-hmm. and His love, this doesn't match. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the fault is not in what who Jesus is. The fault mm-hmm. is in our interpretation and belief system sure. that we built yeah. around things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, knowing that we don't have to conjure up faith to mm-hmm. believe hard enough not to go to hell, yeah, or anything, or to be forgiven, it's not yeah. what we do. It's a discovery. So we hope that in going through this, you'll be discovering more Mm -hmm. with us about
0: hell. And it might, we might skip around a lot because there's a lot. There's a lot. And I don't know if you felt like this, Shannon, but like when I did this deep dive into hell and I've been for years, I've been studying casually Mm -hmm. or I would do my many deep dives, but spending a lot of time, listening to as much information as I can and reading as much as I could it gets a little overwhelming at times mm-hmm. and then it my my mind is a little scatterbrained yeah. talking about it so it's fine so there's that it's a conversation it's not a college class where you have to go down the PowerPoint slides <laughs> right. so we're although that probably would be it probably more
1: helpful <laughs> but it's it's more fun this way
0: um so go for it so I think what's important is when we're reading about Hell, every time you see the word Hell in the Bible, it doesn't always what well, does it mean what we think it means? Mm-hmm. So Shannon and I were raised with this view of fiery fiery go to for eternal stone, torment, where you're tormented forever and you are conscious of yes. it. So eternal conscious torment, yes, is what we were told that God was going to in his justice, right, right. Mm-hmm. Keep us sinners who did not believe in his Son. Keep us supernaturally alive to be tormented and forever. burned alive forever and ever and
1: ever because he
0: is love, because he's love. So <clears throat> so that's our version. So when we see hell in the Old Testament and in the New Testament I, automatically, and I would I would venture to say almost every, Christian kid mm-hmm. reading a verse of scripture and when hell is in that verse I would venture to say that we all have the same image 100 that pops into our eyes yes the reality is that the Hebrew and Greek words that are used in the Old Testament and New Testament do not mean the Dante's Inferno hell that we believe in or that we picture and believe in right yeah. so there are actually different Different words for hell. So in the Old Testament, there's a Hebrew word called sheol. Yeah. And that literally means the grave or the place of the dead. Right. That's quite literally where you go when you die. Right. It is sheol. It's just the rest of the Testament. Dead. Old Testament. Okay. That's the Hebrew word for hell. So when you see in the Old Testament, <clears throat> when David says, if I make I'm my open bed open. in hell. It, it is sheol. sheol, isn't it? Yeah, you, you were there. To me. So that, so that's literally, literally, what that means. I gotta stop saying literally. I know. So and I. It's terrible. And like, and like me too. So that's Sheol. Yeah. The second word that we see in the New Testament is a word that translates Gehenna, mm-hmm. which is a physical place in Jerusalem. So when Jesus talks about hell, he's not talking about Dante's Inferno, eternal conscious torment. He's talking about an actual physical place outside of Jerusalem called Gehenna that you can go to today, which BT dubs is a beautiful park. Right, you should see it; it's really pretty. Where uh, I think in Jeremiah in the Old Testament, um, the Valley of Hinnom was a place where there was child sacrifice; mm. bodies were burned. And that's
1: what Gehenna is in the New Testament. That is what Gehenna, is. and isn't got. it at the place where if you were poor, mm-hmm. a poor Jewish person? They would dump the bodies yeah. if you couldn't afford and yeah. you would like wail and weep because your, your because loved your one soul, wouldn't go right. on, they believe. So it was a place yes. of weeping and mourning and
0: it's basically also a trash dump. Okay. That burns constantly. Right. And also when we talk about context, it means something to these people that he's talking to right. in his time. Because they know where it is. Because they know where it is. And they he know says, "Gehenna, what it means?" It's when a you place. Say that name. Yeah, okay. they gotcha. get it. It yeah, means something specific to them. The second thing that's important is to understand the Jews and their understanding of the afterlife was not our understanding. Right. They did not have a concept of Dante's Inferno or Hades, which is the God of Hell, which is a Greek god. Oh, yeah. Hades, yeah. Hades is the, the god of the underworld. Yeah, it, it's a pagan belief mm-hmm. that i think the babylonians also have some they had different gods so okay. they also have yeah. their gods so you've got the um post-exilic period where they're coming out of exile they're also bringing with a lot of babylonian belief um, beliefs system. yeah like we talked about the council of gods the council okay. of gods right okay so we have to understand that throughout and i'm not talking about like 100 years i'm talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years there's an evolution of Judaism of this Hebrew people and their belief system is evolving. It's evolving. And you're seeing that in the Bible, which is really cool. Yeah. You're seeing what they're pulling from and what they're taking with them along the way. It's interesting how we try to hide that fact, but Mm -hmm. but they the Bible doesn't. No. Which makes it look contradictory to people. Which is why you have people who don't, you know, who are atheists or who don't believe in the Bible or they're like, well, it's full of contradictions. It absolutely is. Yeah. Absolutely. As are <laughs> a lot of okay. history books. As are a lot of history yeah. books. It's, again, what we said um, on the episode of uh, Interpreting the Bible. Yeah. Or the early, early church fathers. fathers. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's these people. It's a story of God introducing himself to his people. And we get to tell the story. Right. And we so, get it right. And we get it wrong. And we get it wrong. Yeah. And that's okay. And so there's a lot of space in here for us to... To just kind of say, I don't really know about that. I don't really know about that. And it's it's okay to question. Yeah. Because even though we have these two, these two different words of hell, we have Sheol and Gehenna, there are scripture verses that do kind of make it sound like eternal conscious torment could be a thing. Yeah. And that is one view of what happens when you die. There are Christians who believe in annihilation, yeah. um, where your soul, where you you end, See, you end,
1: and I think either this the Pharisees or the Sadducees used to believe that one of those, yeah, one of them believed in the afterlife, mm-hmm. and the other one believed in nothing, right? Happening. Nothing,
0: mm-hmm. and there were, so yeah, the Pharisees not, and the Sadducees, that's not new either, right? And and they didn't agree, right? And that's okay. And then there's the basically,
1: in the end, mm-hmm.
0: we're all included, right? The third, and the there's end.
1: some scriptures, mm-hmm. get the book. Her gates will never be shut by Brad Jersak. He yeah. goes through and looks at all of the scriptures about mm-hmm. the afterlife and hell. Mm-hmm. And he says, these scriptures here can support annihilation. Mm-hmm. These scriptures could support what is conscious, eternal, <laughs> eternal, conscious, conscious torment. Mm-hmm. And these could support basically hopeful universalism. Yeah. So we yeah. pick and choose. We right. pick and choose. Yeah. And then you got, have to wrap it in the character of God. Well, and that's the end of the day. You have to, you have to, you have to do that. So yes, that's, that's a lot mm-hmm. of good stuff in there. We'll have some quotes and stuff from him, yeah. but yeah.
0: So you've got these three different views and I would say just knowing the three different views, I would say that probably the most evil one would be eternal conscious torment. Yeah. I think that's a horrible God. Uh, I think that is the worst yeah. kind of evil yeah. out there. That somebody that God would supernaturally keep you alive to torment you. Yeah. So I think the eternal conscious torment, you really can't, you can't, that can't that doesn't stand up. It doesn't stand up because we don't have many verses. I think there might be one or two that maybe suggest that it could be a thing. Mm-hmm. The problem is you've got about like 30 or 40 other verses that say that God is not willing that all man should perish, but should know him that as in Adam all died as in Christ all shall live. And we've talked about that
1: before on our very first episode. Yeah. Why is Adam and his act that Mm -hmm. plunged us all without choice into a a life of hardship Mm -hmm. and eternity in hell bigger Mm -hmm. than the second Adam? who came to make all things right, who we all live and move and have our being in, who made all of all things are made by and through him and all Mm -hmm. things are held together by him. Yeah. But Adam's bigger, but Adam's. So you didn't have to do anything to be a sinner to go to hell for eternity, but you got to do the right thing. It's Mm -hmm. on you to do the right thing to be included in heaven. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't,
0: and ju- if you just that's sit one of the back. first
1: questions. Yeah, that yeah. started me on this thing years ago. Like, mm-hmm. I am not a scholar, <laughs> but this doesn't this don't make sense. I may not be a smart man. I may not be, a, <laughs> but dang it, that
0: doesn't make sense. Yeah.
1: And obviously, that's the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. going,
0: hey, you. Yeah. and so I think you have to throw eternal conscious torment out the window. You can't do it, and and oh, and also if. We just want to put another thought out there for those evangelicals to say: It absolutely is true. Well, you obviously, you obviously don't believe it because what are you doing to save all these? People? If you truly could get your head around that and believed yeah. that that was the fate of every non-believer yeah. in this world, then you could not, you couldn't sleep at you night, You live with you yourself couldn't.
1: thinking that you're just yeah. laying here while your neighbor's going to burn. But I'm just going to go to work and say hi to him every month or two when I see him outside the car. Yeah what i believe that the actions
0: of evangelicals proves that the they don't believe in it proves that somewhere form. inside of us we realize we don't believe it yeah we okay. don't really believe it hold on i think what i can get my head around and i don't like it but the um, <laughs> nihilist view yeah. is a, at least a more kinder yeah because you cease to exist yeah there's there's nothing. Patrick
1: else. has a friend
0: who grew up
1: Christian mm-hmm. and we went to Mexican with him, his girlfriend one and night and we had a really good conversation. He is sort of in that boat. He mm-hmm. believes like people like Hitler, who were pure evil,
0: mm-hmm.
1: never exist anymore. And if mm-hmm. you're somebody who's good or who is, has love, mm-hmm. then you keep going and there's heaven. Yeah. So there's different little shard branches of that too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, that's really interesting. I never thought of that. So it's, yeah, it was a good conversation. But yeah, I had, that's where I actually first heard that kind of thought process Mm -hmm. about hell or no hell Mm -hmm. and just nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think what's interesting, biblically speaking, what is most interesting to me is the most information we can find on um, what happens after we die. In the Bible, is all based in a universal um, redemption, right? And we've got and not on ton of them based on our own merits. Yes, where it's it's been done. Yeah, Jesus has done it once and for all. That it is um, his act. That it is what you were just saying. Our awakening to it, to Mm -hmm. who we really are. Mm -hmm. There's so much out there to support that.
1: I mean, just the love of God is so big. So, like, you know, for God so love the world, it's like, this is not on us. This is on him. And if it's not on us. Right. I'm not worried about
0: hell. I want to, I don't know if this is where I want to throw this in, but Do I want it. to throw it in. I went down a TikTok rabbit hole. I just got on TikTok, <laughs> y'all.
1: I did too. My son, uh, yeah. my son hates yeah. me before. He's like, get off TikTok.
0: I'm going to tell you, it's been really, really encouraging because of what my TikTok feed looks like. Mm. So these two cuties, they're like, I don't know. I think they were pastors okay. or young like oh, okay. pastors, yeah. but they are really cute and sweet and I love them. And so they were talking about what they're learning. And they had a statement that said of what they're learning about this verse in Romans, the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So the wages of sin is death. The debt that you owe to sin is death. Not the debt that you owe to God. Ooh. And I wrote, holy shit. <laughs>
1: Twist that on its head.
0: Yeah. So I say it
1: again. I need to get my head around okay. this. The
0: wages of sin is death. Because we Cause all that's say what the that. Scripture yeah, says. yeah, yeah, okay. Scripture
1: says that. We quoted it a lot. The
0: debt that you owe to sin is death. Which Jesus took upon himself. Not the debt that you owe to God. So on the cross, Jesus pays the debt that is owed to sin not to god jesus pays that debt for every single person taking away the power of death death has no sting it may still be a reality for us but it has no sting to it anymore because we have the hope of resurrection and not the rapture (laughs) we have the hope of full
1: life not of escapism
0: okay let's put it that way yeah that was like a big hallelujah and they talk about shannon Bringing that that the church, the early church, was uh, bringing heaven to earth. So that was their. Yes, mindset. That's what I'm saying. That's yes. what I think.
1: John's three sixteen is that about. that is what.
0: That's exactly what's about in their head. It was bringing heaven down. That was always thy kingdom always what come, thy will
1: be done on earth as it is in heaven through me.
0: Now, because I know how loved I am, and yeah. I've always
1: been in, included in this relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. The original hope was for the resurrection, for heaven to come to earth, not for us to retreat it. That is where yeah. we've lost the plot Yeah, and hope. The eschatology of the original church was heaven invading. And in doing so, death being swallowed up. Not people. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, because they
1: knew the risen Christ. Yeah. They knew him. Mm-hmm. So that was their yeah their mindset yeah can i read you something from the mirror
0: oh for sure and this
1: is some notes that he writes in the lake of fire in the second death
0: oh yeah definitely
1: it's um get this over here basically he talks about because we're talking about hell and we Mm -hmm. do think of that eternal conscious torment that's what i've thought but then we always have this weird little caveat that's like and when the end times come, right. he's going to chain up Satan and throw him in the lake of fire, in the fiery pit forever. So right. there's like a lake of fire, second death, fiery pit, blah, 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 whatever. There's a whole there's lot a, of burning. There's a whole bunch of burning going on. <laughs> yeah. So in the mirror Bible, this is um, his, his kind of written notes after revelation 19 saying, when the imagery of the lake of fire is introduced, it suggests a judgment whereby every possible trace of both the source which is the counterfeit Trinity system, as well as the effect in the recipients, their distorted perceptions and mindsets are forever consumed. Mm. That's what the fire is. Interesting. That our distorted mindsets and fear of punishment are consumed. Wow. Every single person who ever dies in ignorance, indifference or unbelief is immediately confronted with and mirrored in the wants and for all death and resurrection of Jesus. Mm. This is pictured here in the lake of burning sulfur, cleansing and purifying like a furnace, separating the gold from the dross and the mindset of the masses. Mm-hmm. He goes on to talk about what the Greek word for sulfur is and stuff. So Revelations 2.11 uh-huh. says, Now listen up with your inner ears. Hear with understanding what the Spirit is saying in the Ecclesia, the church. The individual who continues to see their triumph mirrored in mine, their co-seatedness with me in the throne room, is most certainly not threatened by any contradiction to their true likeness. There's nothing to fear in the second death. And he goes on to talk about mm-hmm. the context of revelation. Right. You have no need to fear anything. You might suffer at any time. The second mm. death is not to distract from the once and for all death that Jesus died, but to endorse it. In the lake of fire, death and Hades are eradicated from memory. Mm. The first death is the once and for all death that Jesus died. Not us representing the global death of humankind in Jesus. Death took mankind's death and Adam out of the equation. Yeah. Gosh. And um, remembering the one talking is who he is. He who said, I am the living one. I died. And now see, here I am alive unto the ages of the ages. And I have the keys herewith. I have mm-hmm. disengaged the gates of hell and death. Mm-hmm. So. As a representative of the human race, Jesus Christ fulfilled mankind's destiny with death and judgment. He talks about 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 5, Romans Mm -hmm. 4, 25, Acts 17. Mm -hmm. Jesus did not come to condemn the world. The Father judges no one, Mm -hmm. for he has handed over all judgment to the Son who judged the world in righteousness. Thank you. It's done. Yes, it is. It is freaking finished. Yeah. What do we think that means? Just that he's dead? I don't he know. He's and finished it for eternity. He took it upon himself. Yeah. we do not get to pick out stuff that wasn't completed in Christ on the cross with his death and resurrection. And we mm-hmm. freaking do it. Oh, yeah. It's
0: that right thing. there.
1: The father judges no one mm-hmm. for he has handed over all judgment to the son who judged mm-hmm. the world in righteousness. Mm-hmm. John 12, 31. Now mm-hmm. is the judgment of this world. This is the moment where the ruler of the world system is Exclusively cast out all our fears, mm-hmm. all the demons, all the sickness, yes. yeah. all the hell mm-hmm. is cast mm-hmm. out. Okay, it's just so good. It's that, so, 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 so good.
0: It reminds me of the verse in Second Corinthians 5, I think, but it says, um, For God was in Christ, reconciling the cosmos to Himself, the cosmos, not counting their sins against them. It is finished. It's done.
1: Yeah. The cosmos. He. It's also interesting that when he says go, he tells the disciples, mm-hmm. this is a little side note, go preach the gospel to all creation.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. just
1: to all people. Not to people. It's the entire, yeah. exi- the whole, anything mm-hmm. that exists mm-hmm. is what he reconciled. It's flipping off. Awesome. Yeah. And then yeah. just let me read this real quick. Yeah. Hebrews 2.15. As a fellow human, he redefined death, and delivered them from the lifelong dread of death. He mm-hmm. brought final closure to the idea of judgment, which is what the system of works is all about. Yeah, we Gosh. are stuck there. We yeah yeah we are stuck there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says that the old man is dead in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. We are carrying around the corpse. Oh, for it's sure. done. Yeah, he did it. There's wow. no. There's not supposed to be a dread of death. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's just. There's so many good scriptures I can read in the Mirror Bible. Yeah, there
0: is. Yeah, the Mirror Bible. So, so
1: hopeful. Really good. So, now with us awakening to our full inclusion in this love union, everything is perfect. Its completeness is not compromised in contradiction. Our confident conversation echoes this fellowship, even in the face of crisis, because as He is, so are we in this world. Our lives are mirrored in Him. We're as blameless in this life as Jesus is. Oh gosh. This perfect love union is the source of our confidence whenever we face the scrutiny of contradiction. Mm -hmm. There is no separation from Christ. We still, Mm -hmm. we talk about it every Easter, Mm -hmm. that the veil tore in half, there's no separation, Mm -hmm. that love casts out all fear, Mm -hmm. but we still preach fear and separation and works. And it is Freaking Christ, hundred percent. It's it's astounding. Yeah, and it's astounding as my eyes are opening to these facts. Mm-hmm. How good and sweet and kind and freaking amazing he is. How with us.
0: And let, let's also talk about how if there is, if there is a quote hell, yep, it's it has to reside in, in God. Him. Yeah, nothing.
1: The scriptures that all us Southern Baptists quoted is nothing exists outside of him. Yeah. John 1 1. He's there since the beginning. Everything's made through him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If if there is hell, the psalm. Mm -hmm. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. Mm -hmm. He makes his bed with you in hell until Mm -hmm. you're able to, I would say, until you're able to realize that he is only for you and when you can accept that in and take in that love then everything changes because mm-hmm. we put our own selves in prison
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. in hell the great divorce is one of my favorites yeah i talk about it all the dang
0: time ashley's tired of it no i'm not tired of her because you were the one that got me to it's read it so good oh you read it Yeah, this was years ago. Oh, "Oh, you need to get The Great Divorce. And I got it like on Amazon that day and it blew my mind. Yep. It was wonderful. It's so, so can I just
1: read a quote or two from that? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: So this is from C.S. Lewis is the author. Our friend. The Great Divorce. Hell is a state of mind. You've never said a truer word and every state of mind left to itself, every shutting up of the creature within the dungeon of its own mind is in the end. Hell. But heaven is not a state of mind. Heaven is reality itself. Mm -hmm. All that is fully real is heavenly for all that can be shaken will be shaken. And only unshakable remains. I remember one time on Facebook, a girl that I graduated with said to me on in the comments from something I'd said about God, she's not a believer at all. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm sometimes jealous of your faith. And I'm like, you have kids. You freaking love them. She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, mm-hmm. "God is love. Mm-hmm. You know Him.
0: Mm, yeah. You may
1: not know Him by by His name. By name. Yeah. But I'm telling you that you have Him because that love that you have for them, mm-hmm. that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is love. Mm-hmm. And it's this. It's like this hell. It's it, it all comes back. It's amazing how all the scriptures fit together. Yeah. <laughs> that take your thoughts captive. Yep. I'm everything is is starts in our minds. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like losing weight, loving your family better, loving yourself, loving your enemies, um getting out of hell. Yeah. <laughs> like like if we can set our minds on the things above. Yeah. Yeah. And and when we s- mm-hmm. when we since s- sit still, that mm-hmm. contemplative, yeah, be still and know. Mhm. That's where we are free. That's a game
0: changer. That is a
1: freaking game changer.
0: This truth is just so huge. Yeah. I don't know how you don't. I don't. Well, I guess I do because I was in the system for a long time. But now seeing the Bible through the lens of Jesus. Yep. And through perfect, perfect love. It just. It's so good. It's It's so so good. good. And I don't see how. Uh, you know um there are different ideas of what does happen next and there is this idea because i know that a lot of people could be asking like what about people who were truly evil what about people who really do deserve to burn forever and i would say first the shack is a great book to read yeah but i mean paul
1: Paul talks about i mean Mm -hmm. if i'm the worst of sinners right yeah, if, if you can't realize that we all have it in us.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all in us. I think after you read the shack, that's very helpful. But also, we're not saying that when you die, no matter who you are and what you believed and what you did on this earth, that nothing matters. It absolutely matters. Mm-hmm. The lessons you did learn and did not learn on this earth, they matter. The way you treated people, it does matter. It does matter. And I'm, and I guess I'm only speaking for myself right now, but I see this after death what happens when you're confronted with perfect love. Yeah. That you realize, you realize where you need to ask forgiveness, where you need to make amends, Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's like all, it's like the perfect love of God Mm -hmm. is a consuming fire. Yeah. And being, in front of that consuming fire or walking in that consuming right. fire can be experienced as heaven or hell yes by all of us yes and that the chaff will be burned away and what is left is something pure yes and so all the bad stuff in our head and all the junk that we've had happened to us and that we have done to others that, yep. that gets burned away and that there's only beauty yep. that remains
1: and i i mean in my mind and I'm, as I said, we're all, we're both still working this out. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if Hitler, if mm-hmm. that love isn't available to him. Right. It's not at all right. Consuming love. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. is unfair.
0: Absolutely. Good thing it is. <laughs> yeah. And, it's a good and we're thing. not,
1: we're not being weighed on a scale like the Egyptian gods did. Right.
0: Oh yeah. That's what that's would happen if
1: he did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you've said it before The the wrath and the consuming, mm-hmm. the consuming fire and the wrath and of God is that he goes after that, which has made you into that monster, mm-hmm. which, which has, has lied made... to you in your mind, mm-hmm. your whole life, which mm-hmm. has twisted you into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demon. Yeah. And he gets mm-hmm. and It's done once mm-hmm. and for all. And you are who you were created to be in friendship with God. There is, there yeah. is in it.
0: It's, it's, I can
1: understand why people want to believe annihilation mm-hmm. for the bad people.
0: Yeah, and I actually had a conversation with my husband about this earlier today, and he's like, "I guess we're just kind of in a different place. Like we see the same on a lot of stuff, but he's like, when it comes to that, I just, I really just want bad people to get. You theirs. want people to pay, right? And I said, it's very black and white to you, isn't it? He said, yeah, I guess that's a good way to see it. When it comes to that, I just feel cool. very black and white, and I'm not at a place where. I'm okay with, you know,
1: and, and, and justice. I think that goes back and I, that's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that we are fine o- with that. That's okay. If yeah. That's what he believes. Mm-hmm. We all have, yeah, we all have God. And we're he's st- leading still, us into the truth.
0: Right. And we're still married and we're still okay with yeah, each
1: other. Yeah, yeah. And I think, <laughs> I also think like, remember that part in the shack where he's like, he, the man who murdered his little girl, Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's God. pissed and, Mighty. When he meets wisdom, yes. Oh man, in the and she's like, "Okay, he deserves it. Mm-hmm. You don't." Okay, and she shows him his oldest son and daughter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like, "This, you know, your daughter mm-hmm. does this. She lies to you. She yeah. rebels. She does this. Your son does this. She's like, which one do you choose to right. go into? To eternal?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You have Death. to choose. You have to choose." Like, I can't. I can't god first of all mark thomas said this on our uh, our australian friend who Mm -hmm. said this he's like we tend to put what we think like oh i have a son or daughter i couldn't send them to hell he's Mm -hmm. like you can get into putting what how we react
0: yeah yeah put
1: that on god but then we are talking about scripturally Mm -hmm. like he either he either he is love or he isn't yeah yeah. either he is the consuming fire or he isn't or either he's taken all the judgment upon mm-hmm. himself or he hasn't yeah and I think where we've come into a lot of trouble over the centuries and into the fundamentalist Christian churches that exist mm-hmm. today and by the thousands and probably yeah. millions
0: yeah
1: is that we twist our doctrines
0: mm-hmm.
1: we tweak them yeah to believe to to fit what we believe mm-hmm. about God mmm and in doing that, you can't do that too many times. You can't even probably do it once without warping yeah. the character of God. Yeah. And if you don't take him as he is, you're going to warp him. And mm. then you're going to hurt. And then you're going to hurt people. Yeah. they're going to preach things that aren't the truth. Mm. And then you're going to have mm. very wounded people walking around church splits, this, mm. that. Which is what's happening. Yeah. It's brutal. We,
0: you know, we guys got... we'd
1: rather have a God who sends people to hell Mm -hmm. and judges Mm -hmm. and doesn't, he, he is not mocked. Yes, he is. We, we'd rather have a God who does that because it makes us feel like we know the Mm -hmm. answers and we've got them. And you don't need to believe this way because we love you, because we're (laughs) worried about you, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. But you need to believe this way or else, Mm -hmm. but I don't see that in Jesus. And I don't see it in the scriptures.
0: And what's interesting is we also put that, we put our, our human, humanness on god in that way yeah where it's like well we we have a um judicial system mm-hmm. and justice is served and yep. this is what justice looks like for us yep here so it has it's to be it. so we put that on god yep so god must have retributive justice yeah instead and of restorative like you said before yeah and that's and that's, that's how that thing. guy that i found on instagram was like Mm-hmm. you don't
1: believe he's revolutionary and and yeah. and wants justice and it's like what kind of justice man
0: right. your right. your definition of justice yeah. this is where we get into the splintering and what i think what's so interesting is that jesus like in his parables he's always turning things on its head like yes. he takes our understanding and the way we see things and he just flips it upside yep. down and i see that in the afterlife and what happens. Our our need for justice and our need to scapegoat and finger point. Yep, that we've talked about before. We crave that. We want to blame. We yeah. want to judge. We want. To, we want to feel better, and we want to feel better about ourselves. ourselves. And so we also put that on God. Yeah. And so we want Him to have this ret- retributed justice like yeah. we do. And what God does is He just subverts it. Yep. And He turns it on its head, and His justice is. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Yeah. Mercy yeah.
1: triumphs over judgment. Yeah. Which to me, as I've been on this journey, hell. Yeah. Mercy yeah. triumphs over judgment. Does it or doesn't it? It freaking does. Mm-hmm. That's that's judgment. Yeah. Mercy. Mercy mm-hmm. triumphs. If it doesn't, it's not we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's his character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It is. It's so different. Yeah, You know what C.S. Lewis says in The Great Divorce? We know nothing of religion here. We only think of Christ. So good. That's
0: really good. Yeah. I really love C.S. Lewis.
1: I love that man. He's amazing. And George MacDonald, if y'all haven't read any. Yeah. That was, I think he's 1700s, late 1700s. He was C.S. Lewis's like. He looked yeah. up to him so yeah. much. He was the re- the writer and the
0: theologian that C.S. Lewis mm-hmm. really took a lot from. He's Scottish, mm-hmm. so who was it that translated his stuff? Or like, I well, don't know. He's a he's hard to read. Yeah, but somebody <laughs> took his work and made. I it. I mean, and
1: he has like sermons that they've translated. Yeah. But he also wrote fiction books, and I remember my friend Andrew from New Zealand first introduced me to George MacDonald years mm-hmm. ago. And I think it was when I was visiting him in New Zealand, he said, You need to read this book, but do not, for the love of all that is holy, do not pay attention to the 1980s crappy, cheesy illustration that makes it look like a Harlequin Christian romance book. Oh my gosh. He's like, Just read the story because they republished a lot of them and it was just so bad. But I have one of the books called The Highlander's Last Song. Oh, cool. And it's the truth that drips out of that book you yeah. just like re- it's so beautiful mm-hmm. so yeah that that quote we know nothing yeah. of religion here we only think of Christ that right there if that's your life's mm-hmm. yeah reflection and purpose <laughs> woo, that's a good thing
0: oh you know what's funny as you said you were talking about Adam and Brad Jersink says that all Christians are universalists when it comes to Adam Romans 5 what Jesus yeah that's a good way to say it yeah what jesus does at the cross for far exceeds what adam did if adam causes the damnation of all then christ causes the reconciliation of all i mean yeah we absolutely make doctrine out of one or two verses but we have 30 or 40 talking about god not willing that any should perish god reconciled the world to himself if i am lifted up i will draw all men to myself the early church fathers believe that all will be saved so interesting. Yeah. What did you Most tell me did. about? Was it you
1: that told me about the scripture that says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that yes. Jesus Christ is Lord? To How the it's Lord and actually, the
0: yeah, if you read mm-hmm. that, and wording used. The word confess is not used in the way we think. We, we thought meant like everyone in the world on um, bended knee, whether they wanted it or not, right. like through gratitude, Has to tea. say, Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And just be. And I always thought that growing up. Yeah. The, that word actually means it's something that comes from within that is just, it's a conviction that you personally have, that you have to tell someone. have like to you get it have out. have to get it out. Like even the rocks would crack. Right. It's not like you're being forced to confess it. because to, He's
1: God and you're going to say it.
0: Whether you want Jesus, to or not. Yes. That's it is, beautiful.
1: It's so beautiful. And we don't, yeah. we don't get taught that understanding yeah. of it. Well, and I think because a lot of our youth pastors... It's like that thing I read at the (laughs) beginning from that college student, which I wish I could get a hold of that girl now that I randomly found on the web where she's like, I was stunned along with other people when I first started going to Bible college and realized Mm -hmm. that, you know, Job, Satan is in the council of gods and that Mm -hmm. all these things she goes, why aren't we taught how to read the Bible? Is it because they want to indoctrinate because it's easier to control or is it just because they don't know themselves or what is it? Stuff like that, just that scripture and your thought of what's coming and what happens to people Mm -hmm. who don't believe those those unbelievers, those others. And it's like, no, this is saying that conviction is welling up with them because they know that they know that they know as we do. Yeah. That Jesus Christ is Lord, that Mm -hmm. He is the lover of the universe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's less money to be made in universalism than there is in Turner Mm -hmm. Turner Mm Turnerburn. And I think, yeah, that might have something to do with it in the modern church. It's really easy to manipulate people when they have a fear of that and get money from them and get service from them and build up your, your Mm -hmm. own kingdom. Mm -hmm. In that sense, that may have a little bit to do with it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a take that I've been thinking
0: of. There's just a lot to it. Well, I think that's the the big thing is there's not, it's so like multifaceted. There's so many different things to it and i believe that they're all valid right i believe that it's probably all going on the fear and the manipulation of people um so you can control and so you can get money out of them is valid mm-hmm. uh, whether churches realize that they're doing it or is not on some, some of level
1: subconscious some of us yeah. are jackasses who do it on purpose <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's probably
0: mm-hmm. it's both yeah and everything in
1: between mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's hard if you're a universalist You know, I think people say, well, you think everything's okay. So, like, everyone can do whatever they want and whatever. And we're saying, no, it all matters. It all matters. But in the end, love wins. Whether it takes you uh, the moment you see Jesus after this life or a million years of you suffering, he's going to be making his bed in in that hell with you in that, in that
1: whatever it is, whatever it looks like. He never. Here's the script. I, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. when you die and you haven't believed in me. Right. I'm going to send you into eternal conscious mm-hmm. torment. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So mm-hmm. really, you can't really trust me. We twist it. Mm-hmm. But he says he'll he'll never leave us. Yeah. He'll make his bed in hell with us. He'll never forsake us. He I... freaking means it.
0: Yeah, he does. And that... <laughs> I just, I have so much more hope now. I do too. Um, my son, when he was five, mm. I took him to the evangelical church that we oh, went to, and this was before we. This is right when we started going back. I think, and he went to Vacation Bible School, and they brought in a group of college kids from somewhere to lead a sports camp. So, it's like vacation Bible school disguised as sports camp. Write <laughs> a three
1: scriptures. We're going to play soccer yeah. kids. Uh,
0: exactly. That's <laughs> exactly what they did. Awesome. So, the last night, and I have ba- Caleb's five, Mary's four, Carolina's three. Yeah. And so, uh, I walk in there with my babies, and I go get Caleb on the fifth night, on the Friday night, and they can't find Caleb. So, first, I'm
1: like, where's upset,
0: wondering where my child is. And then they finally find him, and he's in this room with this college girl, which would really, disturb which was me. disturbing because I didn't know who she was. Right. And it would be one thing if it was someone that I personally knew, which sh- shouldn't happen in the first place mm-hmm. in that situation. Yeah. But the the leader had found Caleb, and she said, "Oh, he's in." He had some um, questions after the the service at the end of the night, and he right. had some questions, and so he's being counseled, basically. My five year old, so. He comes out, and this college girl who I have never seen in my life goes, um, so he just had a lot of questions, and I'm like, okay, I'll take it from here. Thank you, and I'm angry. At this point, I'm angry, and I get in the car, and I'm driving down the road, and my little five-year-old boy goes, hey, Mom, Um, so when you die, if you go to hell, how long do you have to stay there? And I was... It was my head would instant, exploded. and i was not at the place i am now no but that my five-year-old I was is asking and worried about hell
1: that would piss me
0: off so that bad. pissed me off and we got home and i was was i'm not where i am now but i was getting to that place you were mad i remember i was really mad it was bad
1: not that you and were he, mad it was yeah. really disturbing that that was part of a five-year-old yeah conversation yeah. and teaching
0: and he was upset and he cried Ooh, when we got on. home I know so I, I put him in bed and I said I don't I don't want you worried about heaven or hell mm-hmm. I don't want you to worry about that and I said, you know people say things to scare you into doing things they want you to do and I don't want you to, yeah I don't want you to feel bad and I don't want you to be upset Aww. about this but I said, let me tell you a story. And so I told him a story of a kid who ran away from home with his inheritance from his father and another kid that stayed at home with his dad and did everything right. And the kid that ran away from home squandered all his money and was with the pigs and thought I could go home to my dad and be a servant in his house and be okay. And so the kid goes home to his dad and his dad is so happy to see him. And he throws this big, huge party for his son and he's come home and everyone's celebrating. But the good son that stayed at home, he was angry Mm. and he goes outside and he sits down and his dad comes out and he says, why don't you come in and join the party? And the son says, I've done everything right. And you're having a party for the bad kid. And the dad looks at him and he says, everything I have is yours. Now come. Mm Come in and yeah. enjoy this. And the son refuses to come in. Mm. That is hell. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Good
1: lesson. The for father, your the father
0: has left has left the party to come invite you into the party. And you won't. And you won't come in. Yeah. But the gates will never be, be shut. shut.
1: Done. That That is the love of the father. And that is hell. Great divorce. It's like a city. Mm-hmm. And you choose to stay in your misery. You refuse to Mm -hmm. hang with, hang with the one who made you and loves you. And he is, there's a bus that goes to heaven and you can get on at any time. And when they get Mm -hmm. there, the beautiful grass, the flowers, the friendships, the people, the grass is like razor blades. They cannot see it. And there's one woman in there whose son died. She lost a child Mm -hmm. and he's further up and further in in heaven. And she's like, go get him. Yeah. They're like, no, he's waiting for you. Yeah. Come on. She's like, I want him with me. Mm-hmm. she'd rather have him in her she was miserable. yeah she'd rather have him with her in his in her in misery
0: her mm-hmm. and that is hell yeah we go through it here yeah I think those are and really that good beautiful Jesus yeah I think that sounds more like the God that I know personally in yes. my own life. yes who invites us in yes who always and comes and to us wherever we're at right it comes whether us. you're
1: the one who yeah lost all of his money mm-hmm. squandered everything he gave yeah. you screwed up royally or whether you you're the one who's angry and feeling mm-hmm. self-pity mm-hmm. he comes to each one of us and's like come in yeah her gates will never be shut is right that yeah. perfection so he slept okay that night <laughs> Good, because that, that was in. some. Yeah, that was some truth,
0: man. But I'll tell you this: my kids don't worry about hell. Neither does mine. My, mine, we've never had a
1: conversation about it. He actually, mm. wanted some somebody in our family said something, one of the kids in our family said, oh. well, "That guy's going to hell." And he was looked at me with a big white. What? Yeah. What are they talking about? And huh? I was like, a lot of Christians believe, and they say it kind of flippantly
0: sometimes. And he was like, "heck," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "That's not how Jesus is, man." Yeah.
1: It's like okay. Yeah. It's just so
0: I also think that was the night where I refused to allow my kids to grow up with that yes ideology. Yes. Um, with that theology, where I, that was the night where where I put a stop to that.
1: Yeah. Which that's that had to be a massive realization for you.
0: Yeah, it
1: yeah. Rough, but so beautiful in the mm. end, because look mm. what that journey, it kind of mm-hmm. propelled you on, and right? It's for the love of your children, that yeah. kind of
0: no, done. We're yeah, done. Was done.
1: Yeah, it's one thing when it mm-hmm. affects me and I struggle with mm-hmm. it. It's another thing when you're warping my child's view mm-hmm. of Jesus and God. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's yeah. awesome.
0: Good, good job, mom. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for helping me get there. Yeah, mom. yeah, I because mean, I had at that point, I had. I think read the great divorce and I was getting to a better place. Mm-hmm. And I had heard that the prodigal son parable mm-hmm. that I told, mm-hmm. and I heard it told from that angle and it just, wow, it was so beautiful and it freed me from this need to believe in hell in that way. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, not a single one of us is certain about what's going to happen when we die. No. And I, feel so good yeah not being certain yeah. about it.
1: <laughs> because what I do know is that I'm loved mm-hmm. eternally. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was Betty White when she died. She said I saw an interview with her when she died. They were playing it a bunch where mm-hmm. somebody asked her about her mother and and she was talking about her relationship with her mom and she's like whenever people would die she I, you know, if I was upset she'd go, now they know the great mystery. Oh and she's like I can't even remember how it exactly went, but she's like, and I just thought that's so cool. So yeah, I, yeah. when she died, I saw that um, Ryan Reynolds said, now you know the great mystery. Oh, I just and it's chills. just so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like the great mystery. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whatever, I know he that Jesus is the perfect picture of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. And it's the good thing is that who he is is not limited to my understanding of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so good mm-hmm. that he's kind mm-hmm. and fun and loving mm-hmm. and accepting and just generous and the creator of everything that are little quirks that I obsess mm-hmm. on ancient Roman history and yeah. you obsess on going down rabbit holes on these yes. cool things <laughs> you know and it's like that is a part of who he is mm-hmm. and it's not boring he's not boring he's good and it's like I don't know. It is a great mystery. Mm-hmm. I don't have to know. Yeah. I just the more I go, the more peace I have. Mm-hmm. When I wrestle with something, and don't have peace. It always comes at some point, mm-hmm. which is encouraging. And the other things that I'm going through, and you're going through, and yeah. all these things that we've talked about. Yeah. He comes through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If he's if 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 he comes through now, he's definitely going to come through. The one who created all things. Yeah. Come on.
0: I know. Anything else you want to? Is there any other things? Because we can always. I think I want to also say whether you are a fundamentalist or just a regular evangelical or whatever denomination you are, I would really, I just don't think that we can't get, I don't see any reason why we can't get along with each other or why we can't openly discuss these questions we have. And not not agree with each other necessarily, but just have more open dialogue and being okay with that. And I part of me knows why. Right. Because we because coming out of evangelicalism, right? We're brainwashed. brainwashed into thinking it has to look this way. We have to be It's scary about when things. somebody doesn't
1: think the same way as we do. Right. Our fragile faith. And it's not just a scary, like, I'm not sure what to mm-hmm. do. It's an eternal fear.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: I get it. But yeah. on the flip side, like you're saying. I mean, it's so much more healthy. Yeah, to be able to discuss yeah. this, you're not at the same place as I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know, <laughs> such as reincarnation. I'm down with it, man, and, and I'm not. <laughs> and I don't care that you're down with it. Yeah, because I trust Jesus in me yeah. and in you, and it doesn't really matter in the end. Whatever it. It is
0: is. Well, that was my. Thing. And I don't want to
1: lead people astray. Okay, yeah. with what we say, mm. I never want to break someone's faith or just or just ruin something in someone. But yeah. I think when we're doing it in this attitude, but I'm That's just saying thing. stuff like that. It doesn't bother me that you think that.
0: Yeah. I, and it doesn't I don't bother th-
1: you if I, if I don't. I don't even, yeah.
0: I don't even, I haven't
1: even thought about it to be
0: honest. Well, I'm not even certain about anything no, anymore. But and the so fact I, that
1: you have the freedom to say that. Yes. And the fact that yeah. I have the freedom to say, nah, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't think it would be fun. It's yeah, like I just yeah. want to go, like. Why would I want to do I just this want to, again? Like live free, like eternal, yeah, like whatever heaven is, like I'm down yeah. for it because it excites me, you know. Mm. But it's like, does it, We're allowed to think that, mm-hmm. and man, that's so far on different pendulums. But Jesus, the, the Holy Spirit always brings us back, and He leads mm-hmm. us into all truth. Yeah, so we're gonna go off on some weird tangents. I have, right. and oh. then I'm like, why did I spend like 60 days on that? And yeah, like, I'm exhausted. Listening to videos and looking up scriptures yeah. and this, and now I'm like. But I did it mm. and now I'm over it.
0: I just and feel free are... to ask these questions yeah, now. Yeah. Like I don't feel scared to ask them yes, out loud. Jesus is okay. Yeah. With that. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's okay for me to, to wonder about the other galaxies and what's going on in those. Oh, yeah. And
1: We've talked about the I physics ask and about all that, that yeah, like out it loud. Bottom yeah. At all. Whatever exists, it's in him. It's in him. Yeah. Who knows?
0: I mean, come on. Who knows sorry it's a doctor who reference <laughs> I no one can see me Who's so your
1: favorite
0: doctor who oh don't Oh, I gosh. Love
1: David
0: okay i loved matt matt smith matt smith yeah, yeah. Was, like, they're all good i haven't watched the lady one oh no uh, she's I great sure at all i haven't i'm like
1: that far behind she's great she in her, her own, own right yeah she yeah. is
0: i matt's matt really matt, like smith, matt smith. smith and um amy what's her name the, that, ones the redhead one, the and Rory and Amy. yes, yes, Amy.
1: those that was a really good story. Those line. three just, oh man,
0: yeah, yeah, and they were with me. I mean, David obviously was here. Wow, he was like the longest, yeah. Doctor, I think he was, but there was and something the about the three. <laughs> yeah, know. Uh, he's cutest. <laughs> there was something about Matt Smith and Amy and Rory yeah. that just that was, was a, that was yeah. a, a really emotionally, yeah.
1: it was a good storyline. Yeah. I. My favorite episode of Doctor Who ever is the Vincent Van Gogh.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, t- yes. Oh, tell me your favorite. favorite- me. Tell me because it's so beautiful. When he's, you know. he's. Was- I know, but I want you to tell our listeners. Vincent Van
1: Gogh is one of my obsessions yeah. in life. Yeah. I love that man like I knew him and he died. And I'm- my oh. whole life I've loved him. Mm-hmm. I've been like, Jesus, please let him, just please let him know how much he's and He's like, with me whatever you know i just i've always loved him because he wanted to be a missionary he went and like lived in the dirt with these people Mm -hmm. and the church came and said what are you doing Mm -hmm. freaking ruining it he had mental problems and stuff yeah i mean yeah he was just a tortured soul yeah but then he did this beautiful art that nobody appreciated and Mm -hmm. he had mental breakdowns Mm -hmm. he was just beautiful and and so on Doctor Who, mm-hmm. they go back, and there's in one of his paintings, you see one of the alien things, yeah. And they go back, yeah. But then they take him in the TARDIS, mm-hmm. and they take him to the London Museum, mm-hmm. and they're like to the tour guide. I think it's Bill Nighy or something. What is his name? I can't I remember. remember. I love he's him. I don't remember his name. British actor. They're like, can you tell us what you were saying to us the other day about mm-hmm. Vincent? And he's like, well, he's possibly, and Vincent Van Gogh's listening. He's of right there. this Guy doesn't know that it's him. Yeah. He's like he's possibly one, probably the best artist of all time, and he just starts saying how yeah. beautiful of a soul he was, how yeah. he could translate it into the colors, and mm. and he starts weeping because yeah. he actually gets to hear how precious he and how yeah. how people appreciate him. I love
0: it's probably one of the it greatest. It just moments. makes me cry. It's, it it really is beautiful. It's yeah, it's one of the greatest moments. I don't life. know how we got from hell to doctor. Who, I don't either. But well, it's okay. Who knows? Yeah,
1: wow. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That did it. I think. Jesus, what do you want us to say to anybody? I just want to encourage people. I just yeah. want you to know like the thing, even like if we're talking about you believe in this and I believe that, mm-hmm. if it brings up any like, Ooh, I don't know. If, that's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Go, go to God with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want people to yeah. be afraid. Fear robs yeah, me. I think, yeah. Fear. I dea- I'm i mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of fear over things, something mm-hmm. in my life that it, it continually the stress and the fear mm-hmm. sucks the life out of me. So I'm dealing with that with Jesus, but fear of like, Eternal damnation. And I just want you to know how love how I just want Mm -hmm. people to know how loved they are Mm -hmm. and how okay it is not to know. Because we've always had to be certain. And you do not have to be certain. You can yeah. You're free to question. Mm -hmm. You're free to not know. It doesn't make you um on the scale if there isn't one. But let me just tell you in our minds, in that scale, we're on the side of of, oh my gosh, I'm I'm going down the tubes. Yeah, I I might be going to hell. Yeah there isn't one. Yeah. The only scale is mercy, triumph, self judgment. It's done. It's finished. You're yeah. in it. You're loved. You're included. There's never an end to his love. There's, there's never a question that he won't listen to from you. Mm-hmm. There's never, mm. I just want you to know how loved you are because it's very lonely sometimes. Yeah. But w- we may not, we know some of you and some of you, we don't, we are with you. Are so many hundreds of thousands of people all over mm-hmm. the world. They're going through this and it's such yeah. the Holy, some move. It's what God's doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And like we've said before, that this is, pr- we read the quote, this is the mm-hmm. revival that the evangelicals keep praying for. But they don't have the eyes to see it. Yep. Yeah. It starts with us, man. Yep. You want everybody else to realize the truth. You need to know it first. Mm-hmm. You're loved beyond reason. You know, yeah. there's no fear. So is there anything else we can say about hell? <laughs>
0: i don't
1: know i think that was really i would fun. also say don't worry about arguing it out with people who want to argue it with you
0: oh yeah there's no point to that no
1: i've done it yeah <laughs> you know who you are that i know that you've done it too i mean so many of us have done it yeah sometimes you need to say what needs to be said mm. but a lot of times i just wanted so badly to convince people or to tell them off and it just yeah. never ended well It just doesn't, it, that doesn't change. Mm -mm. The little kingdoms built in their minds can Mm -hmm. only be changed and torn down and built back up again in the truth by the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he uses us to say something, but don't stress about convincing Mm -hmm. everyone else. Yeah. Even if it's your your spouse or your partner, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You may, that may feel very lonely or your family, your family, Yeah. you know, or good friends. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You aren't alone. And, and God's doing a work in, in other people as well. And they may Mm -hmm. not be at the same place as you, but don't be afraid and don't stop. Yeah. Just rest. Don't stop questioning Mm -hmm. if those questions are coming up in you, but also just be still and know. Mm -hmm. That's good. It is good. I don't think I have anything else. It's a good thing. The books. Her gates will never be shut by Brad Jersack. Yep. The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis, the Mirror Bible. That's a work in progress. Francois Dutoyt. You can find the Mirror Bible and Francois Dutoyt on Facebook. He, yeah, he posts good stuff all yep. the dang time. John Crowder's another one.
0: Oh yeah, John so look him dead. up.
1: Yeah, he's just 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 such good stuff. The Mirror Bible. Um, they have an app. I don't know how much it is, but it's not horribly expensive. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. And you can, it, it kind yeah, of it updates it as he's translating different books and stuff. Yeah. And so,
0: yeah. I think that's a good start for good resources. And scholarly. I'll even look,
1: yeah, scholarly. I'll, I'll even look up some videos from these guys. Yeah, maybe. let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as always, there's a lot of people that we listen to and stuff and I you know you've Mm -hmm. heard it before we can listen to those but yeah, I'll I'll maybe put um some Brad Gersack um stuff about hell actually I found a video with William Paul Young who wrote The Shack and Mm -hmm. Brad Gersack talking about hell and I think I'll put that up Mm -hmm. um Baxter Kruger's another dang good one about stuff like this just about the union with the father son and spirit you know
0: Yeah.
1: yeah we love you and it's good to be back
0: yeah, this is. I know I missed you. Hopefully, the, I know this way. It's been crazy. <laughs> Hopefully, there's no more chaos,
1: so we can do this every two weeks again. Yeah, and, and keep it going. But we love y'all, and we care about what you're going through, and we're happy that you're here, and would love to hear from you. So, give us a email, or I'll tell you. It says it at the end of the show how to get in contact with us. But
0: I think that's it. I think that's a good a good start. Yeah of
1: i know we could we could literally deep dive yeah well for months you could deep
0: dive every scripture <laughs> for months
1: i know it's just so yeah. that's where i get overwhelmed right but it's not yeah. a bad over it's like oh, there's so much but yeah. yeah yeah but anyway y'all have a good one peace out we love you guys bye bye the glorious things podcast is hosted and made by shannon ruddy and ashley simmons Go to our website, GloriousThingsPodcast.com to see show notes, videos, books, and other things we may mention during this episode and previous ones. Please subscribe or follow our podcast and consider leaving a review, a good one. We're glad you're listening.